0: C-O-N-S-E-C-R-A-S-H-I-O-N, consecration.
1: I'm sorry. The next word is hyphae. Okay, uh, what's the origin of the word? The Bay Area. Say it in the sentence. Me and my homies... Popped purple pills and went hyphy at the sideshow. H y p h y hyphy. Suddenly with my hand my strap. I'm smoking purpose, sipping yak. Inhale out, I'm primetime. Miss, cause an asthma attack. Hitting, taking early phase. That's master at the same. Shooting with cannon, So how you gonna? Up, in the for doing my, business, doing my Owing, the Solo, but on the low, my, buddy, my doing hella. At one time, I the man, I'm in the building and I'm feeling like yeah. R.I.P. to the Mac, the R.E. So don't, don't stop. She be going, she be going, some privilege in the back blowing. Yeah. Hold it down for the bay, rappin' Oakland. If it wasn't for grand, daddy that granddaddy smoking, check the I mean. For sure, know what I mean. she me, For sure, know what I mean. she me For sure, know what I mean. she me mean. For sure, know what I mean. She's. I don't put that on, that's my word. 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 Oh, ah, oh, do but I, but, 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 have I lost you? You still with me? But seeking, kicking sneaking, sneaking All in the dark, the nap before I'm still freaking I'm weakness, beneath us, underneath us Turn it cool left, the wine ain't still on the feature. I see my d*** in the traffic. what's up, me? Brother, buy another motherfucker First cut, watch bloody I miss big with the husky, brusky Corn back and trust me, rub the brush with me Color purple, still in the street, it's ugly I don't know you, but you loving me, fresher than Doug E. Look over there, motherfucker Rap game, then I meet you. Run the beat, here comes the truth. Sneak, self talk, but to do it technique, nothing like it. still talk, but to do it on this beat, it's for the streets. Y'all know what I mean, for sure. Know what I mean, she's. Y'all know what I mean, for sure. Know what I mean, she's. Y'all know what I mean, for sure. Know what I mean, she's. I don't put that on, that's my word. 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 First, second verse, this is my third Sixth grade, driving to school, I had a firebird I don't put that on, that's my word Oh, you hip now? I was problem shot, you was nerd I was being bad, you was being good But all this time, had a destiny, say the hood All that f***ing been through, look at me now I'm fly like a matchmate, back to the ten, 10 Beanie cap fell and my mother on me wrecking up your family with 415 In the driveway, they can't stand me heart rate a Sneak Davis, Draft random. Most, boss, foss, Put it on click like make one O and hill like I ain't taking a loss. What, we'll pay, pay Cause I get so I cause been had some That what I mean for sure know what I mean shits what I mean for sure know what I mean sheets I mean for sure know what I mean sheets I mean for sure know what I mean she's I don't put that on that's my word I don't put that on that's my word I don't put that on that's my word she's. I don't put that on that's my word
0: Fresh off a 45-minute ride with Ali Love, I'm Schmitty, and this is Talking Schmidt. Hey, everybody, I'm back. Anyway, today the pleasure is yours because my guest on the show is the talented young lady from Down Under in Australia, mate. This is Miss Shanae Collins. Yeah, she's the... We had a real good conversation and a little cameo appearance, so you won't want to miss her friend that joins us at the end. We'll dive into the interview soon, but first I want to give a big shout out to last week's winner, Bob Parsons of Sandy, Oregon. Shout out. And announce this week's contest. Are you ready? Same as always, email me the answer and have a chance to win. Here's the question. It's an easy one. What is Sinead Collins Instagram handle? This week's winner will receive this No Hotels DVD featuring Rob Wuton, Niels Bent, T-Funk, Evan Smith, and the whole cast of their bros. And also you're gonna get my new Beanie, collab with Shrunken Head. <laughs> right here so email the answers to talkinschmidt at gmail.com and i will pick a winner for send out an announcement next week also i want to take a quick time out to give props to the triple og mr bryce knight shout out who uh dug into his bowl of wheaties and pulled out this sticker sent it down to me with a care package, and I'm super humbled and stoked. This one's an extra one, so I am putting it on the wall, kids. Here we go. Thank you so much, Bryce. Very honored. Uh, well, we got a great show for you this week, so without further delay, I'm going to pass the mic to our guest and begin the program. Thanks, as always, for listening. I hope you all enjoy.
2: What's up? This is Yashizi, yes, and you're listening to Talkin' Schmidt.
1: It's cool, like tonight is the night. Here we go again. Just give it the old car's turn, man. Our big dog's in. Maybe 96 times, Schmidt. Thanks, Schmitty. We on? Schmitty? You talking Schmidt. That's called going to the hospital, bitch. I be <laughs> shit in my pants. Yeah, hey, Rolodex is fucking deep. It's right. about the one? The
0: one? The one? Who's this guy Does this tough shit? What's up? We're tastemakers. Come
3: on, Schmitty.
1: What the fuck? i here uh, for Yay!
0: Alright, so. Apparently, I think, I haven't looked at a globe, but I think my next guest is on the opposite side of it from me. For sure, she's way down under in Australia. That's guaranteed. Right now, we got Sinead Collins.
4: Yo, what up? Hey,
0: how you doing?
4: I'm good. Can you hear me
2: okay?
0: Yeah, I can.
2: Sick. I'm so sorry. My laptop is like as old as I am, so it takes ages to let like boot up and stuff.
0: Well, that means it's only like one third of my age.
2: <laughs> I love that.
0: We're going to catch up here. How you been?
2: Yeah, very, very, very good, my friend. Stoked.
0: How's Is it summer there?
2: Um, Yeah, yeah. Middle of summer here in Australia.
0: Is this the best time or is it actually too hot?
2: It can get too hot sometimes. I don't know in Fahrenheit the comparison, but we've had a couple forty degree Celsius days here. So if someone wants to do the calculation on that, it, yeah. It's been pretty hot.
0: I think it's 97.6. I don't know.
2: Really off the top <laughs> of your hands like damn that was crazy. <laughs> All
0: right. So I got I got my story, but I don't know if it's accurate. Instagram. I'm guessing Sheezy was your nickname and you were landing boatloads of trick at the skate park and everybody's yelling, yeah, Sheezy. And then boom, <laughs> there you go.
2: Yeah, kind of. That was that was pretty, that was pretty close. Um, yeah, Cheesy was the nickname. But um, I have this friend, Shannon, um, and his Instagram name was Yeah Boyd. And I was like, I really like that. That's like really cool because you're like, yeah, boyd whenever he lands a trick. So I just stole the yeah from him.
0: <laughs> okay. So well, I can't it,
2: take credit for it.
0: If you and him ever if you if you guys ever get into a fight and then you become friends with Josh Borden, you can be IBC. <laughs> yeah, like exactly. we do though. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that. That would be good.
0: So where the hell are you? You just moved? Are you in yeah, Melbourne I just or moved
2: you're... house. Um, I just moved into another suburb, but yeah, living in Melbourne. Melbourne. Um, yeah. I hate moving house. It's the worst thing ever.
0: Do you have a lot of stuff to move or?
2: Well, I didn't think so. You know, I was like, oh, I've got a room and a little bit of furniture, like nothing crazy. And then you start to like pack everything up and you're like, fuck, I actually have a lot of stuff I have to move right now. Mm. Um, and it's just been like chaotic trying to sorted all out whilst working and all that kind of stuff but everyone knows the woes when they move so it's not like I'm telling a story that hasn't been told
0: Mm. but you're not from uh, Melbourne originally right where were you born and raised
2: well I was born in Melbourne yeah um, in this little town called Berwick Um, and then I pretty quickly with my family moved up to Queensland and lived like in this place called the Gold Coast which is kind of like Southern California it's really like surfing, skating, like laid back lifestyle. Um, So yeah, I grew up there until I was early 20s and then moved back down to Melbourne um, because in Australia, most of the skating is in Melbourne. Um, Like all of the photographers, filmers, good skateboarders. um, Yeah, like sponsors and stuff are all down here. So I was like, oh, I should probably move to the hub to get closer.
0: Mm. Did you like fall in love with skateboarding in Queensland or when you went to Melbourne?
2: No, in in Queensland. Yeah. I um, have an older brother and he was like a really good skater and surfer and stuff. Um, And he's a lot older than me. He's like eight years older than me. So I just kind of always followed him around and did whatever he was doing. So he would like skate and I just learned how to skate kind of following him. Um, oh, okay. But yeah, I always really loved it. Loved skating, loved surfing and that lifestyle and stuff.
0: And did you? Are, are there lots of shops down there, like skate shops? Do you do you have like a designated skate shop or is it more like a surf and skate vibe?
2: No, nah, it's always just more so being like a surf and skate vibe. In Melbourne, there's a lot of skate shops and stuff now. Um, but no, nah, when I was growing up, it was pretty rare. I think like the biggest skate shop we had was when that footwear company Globe had a shop. And, like, that was where you would go and get all your product and stuff. Okay. Yeah.
0: So when you first started, were you kind of just trying to impress your brother? Or <laughs> did you feel the, like, uh, did you have the stoke right away where you're, like, this is my shit? Or were you just, like, whatever my brother's doing, I got to, like, keep up?
2: Um, Like, I was always stoked. I just loved skating. I was fucking hyped. I liked falling off and, like, eating shit and, like, getting hurt and stuff. I don't know why. I just have always loved, like, a good slam. Um, uh-huh. But, yeah, I just, like, fell in love with it. And then I was pretty competitive when I was younger in the sense that, like, this sibling rivalry, you know, it's like I'm going to be better than you because I want to be. And so it was always like I was pushing myself super hard just to be better than my brother. I feel bad for him now, but, Yeah. <laughs>
0: How rad. Did, how's, um, in Australia, how do they look at girls skateboarding? Like, is there, do you feel like, especially early on, were you feeling like you were getting the tomboy treatment or is it more accepting there? Like, what's it like?
2: Um, Like when I was growing up, not at all. Um, people hated that females would skate. Um, I was so- bullied pretty badly as a kid, like for skating and stuff.
0: Like, what kind of things? Just name calling, not physical, right?
2: No, not physical bullying, but just like name calling. And like, I got body checked a couple of times by like bigger dudes and stuff. Um, <laughs> you're like shaking your head, like, what? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it was like they just didn't want girls in their environment. And yeah, I, they always hated that I was there. And time I like learned something new, it was like, oh, that was shit anyway. Like, doesn't matter. You can't skate and stuff and Hmm. I grew up with that for years like a very long time
0: and then at some point did you see it get become a little more accepting like did it has it evolved in your mind or is it still are you getting the same type of shit
2: um not as much anymore but I think that's the evolution of me as a person I think like I kind of have come into myself now where I don't really give a fuck anymore whether they care that I'm there or not like it's I don't care If it bothers you, like, you have to deal with it yourself kind of thing. So I still see it happens like a lot of other people. Not as much anymore, but definitely, like, girls are still not made to feel super comfortable. It's not like a welcoming environment where you rock up and maybe you're skating a space and people will be like, oh, they're learning. I'll be respectful of that space. Like, I'll just leave them to it. It's like, no, I'm going to skate super fast through these people and intimidate them and make them feel, like, uncomfortable and stuff, you know. And I yeah. see that stuff happen all the time. And it's like, it's so unnecessary. It doesn't need to be like that. You have an entire other skate park to oh. skate, you know.
0: Huh. What age were you at when you did your first competition?
2: <laughs> sure, I think I think I was like 12 or 13.
0: 12 or 13?
2: Um, yeah. I went down to this contest called Fairgo in a place um, in northern New South Wales called Ballina. Yeah, I like won the contest, but I'm pretty sure there was only like five girls or something skating and um, I was like ability-wise quite ahead of them. But yeah, I think that that was my first contest and after that, I just kind of really liked the environment of contests where there's a lot of good skateboarders in one place at one time and everyone's kind of like pushing themselves to get better and learn tricks and new tricks that they're learning down and stuff. So I always really liked that environment. Mm. But yeah, I, I like never really got into contests because I really wanted to compete and win and stuff. It was more so just like, oh, there's a contest. So I suppose I should just go try and skate it.
0: Were the contests co-ed or were they
2: t- um, m- uh,
0: male and female?
2: It was male and female divisions, yeah.
0: Uh, so, so you were in contests with literally just five people?
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: So you're, like getting, for a you're in top time. five for sure.
2: <laughs> yeah, dog. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was like that for a really long time. I competed in Australia from when I was like, yeah, 12 or 13 until, uh, I don't know, 19, 20, And then I started competing overseas and stuff. But in that time, the female skateboarding community here, Um, was really small so you pretty much knew everybody that you were competing against and you knew their bags of tricks and stuff Um, but we were all quite like a tight community so when the contests were on it was like everyone was more so just hanging out than really like focusing on winning or whatever.
0: Okay and at that time um, did you start kind of like Seeing magazines or videos, or kind of having an idea who the elites were, like starting to get favorites, uh, maybe putting a picture up on your wall or that kind of thing?
2: Yeah, like I always loved um, all the gala skaters. My friend bought me this video, aka Girl Skater. I don't know if you've ever seen it, um, but it had like Vanessa Torres, Amy Caron, Jamie <gasps> Reyes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Legends. Um, so I pretty much just like fell in love with them. Um, And after that, I was just like more trying to be obsessed with like females in skating. I always had posters of like Vanessa Torres up in my room and stuff like that. (laughs) So weird. She's like my friend now. I'm like, don't tell her this shit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's how it always is. It's like, oh, my God, now I'm on tour with this person that I kind of idolized or whatever. Like I've been filming like for so long and like, all of a sudden, I'm in the car with this guy, and I'm like, dude, I grew up on your videos, and now I'm filming you.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, it would be so bizarre. Yeah. It, like, it's always Amy Curran always um, comments on my Instagram posts and stuff. And I'm like, I just can't believe it. I still can't. Like, I obsessed over that video as a kid. I knew like every line they said in it. And then, yeah, it
0: trips and, me out. And they kind of paved the way. Like, they were pretty much pioneers for what's going on today. It's like, for yeah. sure, uh, Vanessa and Amy and obviously Alyssa and Jesse Van Roche out and stuff. Were you aware of, like, uh, United States media? D- was there Thrasher down there or Transworld or any of the mags?
2: Yeah, we had Thrasher, but I never really, like, got magazines and stuff my family didn't have like heaps of money. So it was like, we wouldn't really buy like DVDs and um, yeah, magazines and stuff. But if I was ever in like a newsagent or a skate shop, I'd definitely check out like the Thrasher or the Slam that was in there. Um, But I was always super young and could never really gauge like how gnarly it was, you know,
3: Mm.
2: like I'd see these people skating. I'm like, wow, that's awesome. Like I'll do that. I was, yeah, I was never like, Oh, fuck. I'm never going to try that.
0: <laughs> so, you've always had like the determination, the drive, and like, do you get scared? Do you, is there times where you're like, fuck, no, I'm going to, I'm not doing that? Like, you know?
2: Yeah. I definitely get scared now that I'm older and I'm, I don't, I definitely skate with knowledge of where my ability is at. I'm not just going to look at something way out of my ability and be like, oh, fuck it, I'll try it. I'll be mm. like, is it worth, potentially like getting fully bodied over this, um, versus like going to find something that's more suited to like my skating.
0: Mm. Hmm. And, uh, true or false, you were sponsored for surfing.
2: True. (laughs) True. At an early age, right? Yeah. Yeah. Really young. Um, I skated for like some companies when I was younger. Um, I actually skated and surfed for Gallers, which is pretty funny.
0: Oh, nice.
2: Yeah. Um, But yeah, I I grew up surfing. I was like pretty good at surfing and my dad loves surfing. He's like really keen. Um, And so he pretty much just like wanted one of the kids to be like a pro surfer. Um, So I competed in surfing and stuff and was like really good at surfing until I was about like 15. And then, um, yeah, I just kind of gave surfing up because I just hated the environment of surfing.
0: Mm. So you don't really do it anymore.
2: No, nah, just recreationally, like, just if I go visit my parents, I'll go surf and stuff. I really like surfing. I think it's super fun and I like being in the ocean, but surfing is so, like, jock mentality and, like, so intimidating. And I don't know, I just never loved it the same way because it was so confronting. You're, like, stuck out in an ocean with, like, a bunch of dudes who mm-hmm. are trying to, like, get every single wave and they don't want you to get a wave. Yeah,
0: yeah it's fucking weird it's it's have you been to san francisco or northern california
2: i i've been to san francisco yeah
0: it's so gnarly here like it's freezing cold and the waves are just extra powerful like quick yeah so it's just like and everyone's out there and you're just like yeah it is and the thing with surfing is is like you have to like know the weather know the patterns go at the right time like skateboarding you're just out the door and just going whenever you feel like it it's just such a freer i mean there's nothing like surfing on a wave you feel that like kind of almost meditational feeling where it's just you and the water but it's just the frequency and the the kooks there's so many idiots out there like that you have to deal with yeah i don't know i'm not into it either
2: No, you're 100% right, though. And especially on the Gold Coast, where I grew up, it's like the hub of surfing. So everyone there is trying to be like the best surfer in the world, the pro surfer, and like every wave to them counts, you know? They can't Mm. just be like, oh, there's a 14-year-old kid. I'll just give them this wave. It's like, no, I'm going to fucking drop in (laughs) on this wave, and I'm going to do my X Games run, and then I'm going to fucking pull off and paddle out and get the next fucking wave. Like, it sucks.
0: Oh, man do you think it helped you skating though like being yeah. able to surf did you use some of those things for skateboarding
2: yeah a hundred percent surfing helps I think it fully changed the way that I look at at skating and I look when I am skating something how I choose to skate it and how I look at skating it mm. like people will see a mini ramp or something and they'll be like oh back and forth back and forth but like I'll try and do like a really long grind on the mini ramp or something or really like surf the mini ramp and keep flow, you know, not that that's possible, but it's an example.
0: Sure. <laughs> what was like the first thing that you got for free for skateboarding? Like where somebody gave you something?
2: I think the first free thing I ever got, oh, it was like someone's old board. Someone did a demo at a skate park, um, PZ skate park and they gave me like one of their old skateboards. I think that was, like, the first time, yeah, I got anything for free.
0: Like a, so someone's like hemi- a pro double. skater or something? Yeah, did. yeah,
2: like a pro. But I can't like, remember who. I was, like, super young.
0: Were there, like, Australian pros that you kind of, like, admired? Was Dustin Dolan on your radar or, like, Jake yeah. Duncan or any of loved those guys? I love Dustin
2: Dolan, love Jake Duncan, Chad Barty, yeah. I, I actually met those guys when I was, like, 13. I started skating for Globe. Um, and they brought me to the warehouse and those guys were sessioning like a mini ramp at the warehouse. And I remember looking at my mom and freaking out and being like, mom, that's Chad Barty. Mom, that's Chad Body." And she was like, cool. Like, I don't know who the fuck that is. Like, it means nothing to me. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I can't skate. I can't skate. Like I know who that person is, but yeah, I ended up skating with them and they were rad. They were so encouraging and talking to Chad Barty was cool. And I think my mom came away from that day and was like, what a nice young man. Like <laughs> I was like, yeah, cool man. I followed some of their skating and stuff.
0: Uh-huh. Was mm-hmm. your parents always like, how are they with you skating? Was it like they were supportive or they were kind of like, uh, you
2: got that. Um, my mom has always been pretty supportive. I don't mm-hmm. know if she's loved it uh, at times. Like there's definitely been times where she's not been on board, but for the most part, yeah, she's always been like pretty into it. But my dad, never has liked it he's huh. always been super bummed that i stopped surfing and like pursued skating and stuff like it, it, even like with um i got like a crux ad in thrasher and i was like hey dad like i got this ad in thrasher like it's really amazing and he was like yeah okay i don't care like if it was Aww. a surfing magazine i'd be stoked kind of thing and i was like yeah whatever you fucking suck you
0: <laughs> dick damn
2: No, it's all right. It's kind of good because it makes me like want to achieve more just so I can be like, fuck you. Like I'm doing it anyway.
0: Right. What what age were you when you kind of started like doing the contest um, more than locally? Like maybe, I don't know, if Globe started like sending you to travel or anything like that?
2: No, I like sponsors in Australia don't like to spend money on paying for people to go places. Um, so I pretty much have self-funded like all of my trips. Well, my friend Izzy and I went to the States for the first time when I was 19 on a trip to Oregon. And so I reckon I started competing like overseas and stuff when I was probably like 20, 21, because I met a bunch of people in that, in when I was like 19 and then 20. And then the next year I got invited to the Van Doren contest. Oh, cool. Yeah. From Mimi Noop invited me over to skate that
0: sick what was your yeah. uh like um experience on your first trip to u.s was like what was amazing
2: that? how long, long were you
0: bit. what what was the uh were you how long were you here
2: um i think we did a month or just oh, so. over a month um yep. and we only did like oregon pretty much
0: you just went straight to oregon yeah yeah oh and hit all the parks
2: Yeah, straight to Oregon and hit all the parks because I didn't know too much about, like, the geography of the States. Um, And my friend Easy had been there before and she was like, we're going to Oregon, like, you'll love Oregon. So, yeah, my first trip we skated, like, Burnside, um, like, Lincoln City, Orcas Island, like, all of those places. Um, And it was still to this day my favourite trip I've ever been on. It's
0: a good trip. Yeah. Did you guys camp at all?
2: Yeah, we camped heaps. Um, On Orcas Island? Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, It's the best.
2: I've got this photo of me, like, asleep on my skateboard at Orcas Island in, like, the middle of the day next to empty beer cans and stuff. And I'm like, (laughs) it's such an iconic photo for me because I'm like, that was that trip, you know? Like, it was such a good trip. But I honestly think, like, that trip is where I learned to skate properly. Like, Mm. learned to skate fast, learned to, like, try and hold grinds, try and, like, ollie into your airs and stuff like that. Like, that was the trip because it was, like, you go to a new place and you just have this whole new energy. You become this, like, new person. You're, like, fuck, I just want to go hard at everything.
0: New spots are the best. Every time, like, we go on trips, if you go to, like, a new park for the first time, no matter how tired you are, you're skating, like, with more energy than, like, hitting the same old, like, place, you know, like, for the thousandth time it's totally. always true even like city parks like if you go for the first time you find something fun or like you just yeah. want to like get in there and figure it no, out
2: 100 percent. yeah uh, it, like, and Oregon
0: has so many good ones that's like you kind of raised the bar like now next time <laughs> yeah. you come you're like wait this isn't <laughs> as good as Oregon it's yeah. like Oregon well, and Montana and Washington is like the cream of the crop
2: Yeah, I got to go check those places out because, yeah, I I didn't know, but I kind of ruined it for myself. I went straight to, like, the hub of the best skate parks.
0: Yeah, you'd be, like, like, culture stuff going from Oregon to Los Angeles. You'd be like,
2: whoa. Oh, so different. And, like, (laughs) the way people skate in the different cities and stuff, it's like, oh, you can kind of tell when someone's from Oregon and you can tell when someone's from, like, L.A. and stuff, you know. For,
0: For sure. Were you at that globe contest where the owner jumped the stairs on his roller skates or blades or whatever?
2: No. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> But I've seen the footage of that, and it looks hectic. <laughs> the double set, right?
0: Yeah, it was insane.
2: Yeah.
0: Is I remember shit. that. Yeah. Uh, well, then what was it like when you started um, – like when you went to the Van Doren contest, was that kind of your first contest that you were out of Australia? In?
2: Yeah, that was my first one out of Australia. And um, was that
0: like your first experience with like Alicia and Lizzie and some like had you met them yet or no?
2: I hadn't met them, but I knew who they were. Um, mm-hmm. Lisa on the Girl Skate Network ran the um, blog cam videos. Do you remember them? Yeah. Yeah. I fucking love them. But Uh so my friend Izzy and I would always watch the blog cam videos um, and just watch like, yeah, all the antics of the girls together and stuff. So before I actually met them in real life, I felt like I kind of knew who those people were and stuff. Um, But it was pretty crazy going to that contest for the first time because I'd only ever really skated against people who were like at a similar ability to me. Mm. And when I went there, I was like, oh, fuck. Like, these girls are insane. They rip. Uh Um, and then I was like, I need to like skate like this. Like I need to step it up. You know,
0: what year do you remember? What year that was?
2: No, it was when, um, Alana was still skating and she was like quite young. Fuck. I don't know.
0: Was it the ones like on the beach Huntington?
2: Yeah, it was the ones on the beach. I'm trying to think of who won. I think like Alicia may have won. Okay. Um, But yeah, Lizzie had like her long hair with a little bit of blue in it. And then her and Alicia were like best friends. And then.
0: So that um, was the one where Alicia got the guitar?
2: Yeah, I think that was the one where Alicia got the guitar. I
0: was was there.
2: Yeah. But yeah, Izzy and I were there.
0: Oh, is is Izzy the. um, Is she Jake's wife?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, I know Izzy too.
2: Yeah. She's rad.
0: Oh, yeah. Super rad. She. It might have been that contest. Oh my god, she was doing a trick and she zoomed out of the trick, and the board shot out from under her and right into Mike Gilbert's groin. <laughs> and I was filming. I got the foot. It's the, it's the best yes. clip ever. I'll send it to you. It's so amazing. Please that was, send that to me. Yeah.
4: Fuck. So, that yeah, those so contests
0: weird. were cool. I was. I, I just was uh, talking to Alana a couple of days ago, and uh, we were talking about, like, maybe it was before that contest or maybe it was that contest, but the first contest I went to on the beach, there was a lot of girls there that their ability wasn't up to par with the few. Like, there was a Nora, Alicia, Lizzie. There was a few girls that were ripping, but there was a lot of girls that weren't, like, some were just doing scratch grinds in the run, right? yeah and 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 literally in one or two years these girls that i saw and i could identify i'm not going to say their names i I don't really want to do that but like what i'm saying is like the progression was really quick like all of a sudden within a year you're like that same girl is like she's got a bag of tricks she's skating faster it was really cool for me. Like in two years, I would say the competition really increased dramatically where yeah. the first contest I went to, you could probably say, these four girls are going to be in the top three, like one of these four girls. And then yeah. later it was like, no, there's like 20 girls that are ripping now. Yeah. Um, did you kind of see that?
2: Yeah, I saw that progression happen. Definitely. Um, I remember like seeing Jordan Barrett skate for the first time and she was like, She had a few tricks, but yeah, definitely not um, podium like worthy runs and stuff. And then, Mm. yeah, like within the next year or two years, it was like, oh, fuck, like she's skating phenomenally, like really good.
0: People always ask me about that. Is there something in your mind that sticks out as like something that was driving that? And like, because I felt like it was like really quick and dramatic, like it went from here to there really fast.
2: I mean, I can only speak out of personal experience, Um, but I would say that the recognition maybe was there. So the drive to want to be recognized further and pick up sponsors and win contests and win money and stuff Hmm. because there never used to be money for us, so it didn't matter how well you did or didn't skate. Um, But when money started getting put on the um, prize pool and stuff, it was like, oh like we're going to have to step it up to like skate better to, you know, make sure we win the, win the cash. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I dare say that it was probably like the recognition that came along with that and the opportunities that came along with starting to win bigger podium contests. So it made everyone want to push and progress.
0: How big do you think social media's role is in it?
2: I think social media has completely changed the game altogether. Mm -hmm. yeah because like for those contests you kind of had to know somebody to get invited or um just out of the luck of the draw someone saw you skate or whatever and they were like oh this girl you should definitely find and invite her or whatever but then social media came and everyone's skating became more accessible to everybody for example like Mimi Noop can watch people skate in Australia, in New Zealand, in Japan, everywhere, and be like, oh, these people should come and skate these contests, you know? It wasn't just like that uh, California community anymore.
0: Right. And Japan came in hot.
2: Hot, yeah. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> Super God. Super hot. <laughs> yeah.
0: Holy shit. Mammy. Uh, Mami. Uh, there's Sakura. one other. Yeah. Yeah. I remember going to Vans Combi and uh, how do you say her name? Kokona? Or so-
2: I think it's, yeah, Kokona or Kokona or something like yeah, that. Yeah,
0: and she was just nose grinding the corner yeah! every time. And I was just yeah. like,
2: what?
0: I mean, she's like 13 or something. Yeah, like
2: backside nose grinds around the corner. And so, yeah, I remember What's seeing saying? that for the time too and just being like, Wait, what the fuck? Did she just nose grind? Because she was just cruising and then out of nowhere, like (laughs) full nose grind.
0: And just on it, like it was like a kick turn. It was like never a bail every time. Yeah, Yeah. really cool. What's What's your setup like? Do you ride bigger wheels or bigger boards or smaller or medium? I kind of
2: play around with it. I've been trying to find um, my ideal wheel size for like the last six months. I used to skate like 56s. Um, and then I went down to 54 and then I went down to 52. Um, and then I've kind of ended up back at 54 again at the moment, but it's really hard for me to find wheels that I like.
3: Oh, really?
2: I like a specific shape. I like really wide wheels with flat edging because I like that. I can trust that they'll lock in properly. You don't get like Mm -hmm. caught on the wheel. Um, and I like the wide surface because I feel I can feel the concrete better under my feet, if that makes sense.
0: Okay. Whereas yeah. Yeah. More stability. What, do yeah. you have a, a wheel sponsor?
2: Not at the moment. I think, I don't know, like, oh, like Alex really wants me to start riding for OJ and stuff. Uh-huh. So I've been playing around with some of their wheels, but I don't know. Like I like some of them. I usually ride Spitfire because it's a wheel that I really like and trust but I've got to find something that like I really enjoy riding for. I used to ride bones for a while. Mm. I don't know. I'm pretty lost with wheels at the moment.
0: <laughs> okay. You're on crux, right?
2: Yeah. Best company in the world. Love that company.
0: <laughs> and Alex is holding that down.
2: Yeah. Alex is the best. Crux is awesome.
0: Sick. What do you have other, what are your the other sponsors?
2: So I ride for welcome like Vans Australia and then Crocs are like my three main sponsors. And then yeah, I've got like a bearing sponsor, like modus Bearings.
0: Oh, sick! That's uh, yeah. Brett margaritas
2: Brett, yeah, Margaritas. He's the Pizza. homie
0: from way back.
2: Yeah, he's the man. Good. I lo- tell I really him love. Myself,
0: I said what up. I, he used will, to yeah. skate for Think when I filmed for Think.
2: Yeah, he's shown me some um trips and stuff, like footage of trips with with him on Think, and I was like, "Fuck, you're really good at skating, Brett."
0: Ah, oh, he was really good. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's incredible.
0: Do you know the Convy brothers?
2: Not personally, but I I know who they are, yeah.
0: Yeah, they came and stayed at my house a long time ago. Like, they were vert skaters. Yeah. Yeah, Brett was cool, though. Like, I'll I'll talk to him through, like, email and text once in a while, but barely ever anymore.
2: Yeah, he's super cool. Because of all the Olympic stuff, I was spending, like, a fair bit of time with him, and I definitely think that, like, he he keeps everyone in, like, a really good place, mm. like, mentally. Like, he's he's so solid. He always knows, like, he'll just take a walk with you or whatever and be like, let's just go grab a beer and talk shit. Like, you don't need to be in the contest right now or whatever, you know. I love um, it. But, yeah, he's he's the best. Like, I really like skating with him because anytime time you land something, he's like, sick, now I'll revert out of it. <laughs> and you're like, okay, fuck off, Fred like he's the man and then out of nowhere he'll just do something fucking crazy like we were skating and he did like a back tail um back revert out of it proper like tail slide and i was like where the fuck did you just pull that out of so good <laughs> he still got it like he skates really good
0: oh i bet you said you you like to kind of take slams and stuff have you ever had surgery
2: yeah i've had a few different surgeries um, what,
0: what's the worst slam you've taken? Like what's the worst predicament?
2: I mean, for me personally, like I've broken my legs and had surgery for my legs and stuff. And the recovery from that's pretty simple. It's like uh, six weeks in a cast and then you do a bit of physio and then you spilled build your muscles back up. Um, mm. But like the most traumatizing and worst slam I ever took was when I was trying to like board slide this Jersey barrier and my front foot slipped off and then I like credit carded the nose of the board. But when I did it, the board actually hooked on top of the Jersey barrier. So it didn't, wasn't touching the ground. So like I took all of the impact right between my legs. I won't go into details, but it was like super gnarly. I had to get like nine stitches in, um, a very personal place. And then recovery for that was like four months, maybe really yeah I couldn't and, even and walk. it's hard
0: to walk yeah? Uh, yeah yeah
2: mm. couldn't pee and stuff like fuck yeah i had to like run clean like bottled water every time i pee you have to like run bottled water over when you're peeing and stuff uh-huh. um, and it just burns it's so fucking painful uh. um, but yeah like it really fucked me skating as well because i just couldn't like mentally get that yeah out of my mind and stuff Um, And then I I really struggled for like a long time after that to, I don't know, skate rails and stuff. Like if I skate a rail now, I'm not skating one that I can't like stand over (laughs) like comfortably. (laughs) I'm like, no, it's not fucking worth it. All
0: right. I'm going to Australia for my first time. I've never been there. What cities, what parks, what beaches, where do I go? Give me, right. your, if, give me your favorite. You're you're my tour guide for let's say. How long do I need? Two and a half, three weeks at least.
2: Yeah, I reckon a month. Give yourself a month.
0: Okay, well, I'm I'm going for a month. What what do All we right. get into?
2: You're going for a month, and you're coming in hot in summertime. Yeah. So you're gonna fly into Melbourne. Uh uh-huh. um, Is your first stop, and you're gonna if you're gonna hit skate parks in Melbourne, you're gonna want to go to St Kilda Skate Park, the City Skate Park. Oh, there's a skate park I skate all the time called Faulkner Skate Park. And then we have really cool waterfalls out here. There's this place called Warrandyte. you got to go out to Warrandyte and swim in. Speaking
0: of my language.
2: Yeah, there we go. Um, And then you're going to hit, like you'll do Melbourne in a week, and you go into the city, and there's all these cool museums and stuff. You can go check out all this art. Um, There's heaps of live music and stuff that's usually playing. So go to karaoke bars, do karaoke, whatever you need. And then we're going straight up to Sydney and you're going to go to the Northern beaches in Sydney. And it's so beautiful there. You can go skate Newcastle skate park, which is super fun. There's a really big bowl there. Um, Five dock skate park, which is really sick.
0: That's the legendary one, right? I mean, I don't know. There's probably lots of them, but I hear five docks all the time.
2: Yeah. Five dock is rad. It's like the, it's the best setup. It's got every size ramp. Pretty much every obstacle. There's like a mellow part, a really gnarly part for like people who want to. You could even film tricks there. Like it's pretty gnarly. Uh huh. Like it's not like a petty skate park. It's like you can go and film like a hammer there. Um, yeah, it's super fun. And it's like right near some of the greatest pubs in Sydney too. Some of the like oldest pubs. So you okay. go skate, go drink beers and play pool.
3: Uh
2: huh. Um, but yeah, hit five dock and then I don't really know too much about Sydney. Maybe go see the Sydney Harbour Bridge. Everyone loves that, right? Go see the Opera House.
0: The Opera House. Yeah. I, I might have to try to take a private jet across the country to see Bond Scott's grave.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> That's on the other side, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. I think it's in like WA or something. Yeah, you might do a detour to WA. And then fly back up, and then you're going to want to go to Queensland and skate the skate park. I grew up skating, Pizzi Skate Park. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then this new skate park at Chugan, super fun. Hmm. Um. And then you're going to want to go surfing down at Snapper Rocks, the infamous Snapper Rocks. Oh, mama. Is that
0: in Gold Coast?
2: Yeah, it's like down the end of Gold Coast near New South Wales. It's where they – have like all the pro tour contests. When they come here, they all go surf snapper rocks.
0: How much sunscreen do I need to bring? Cause I so don't think sunscreen. there's a ozone layer, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, you're going to get so sunburned. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Leaders. You got to bring leaders of bring sunscreen.
0: Liters, Okay.
2: Yeah. Um, we use, we use sunscreen as moisturizer here. All
0: right. What's no. the, what's the one food I can't return go home without eating?
2: fucking australian food i don't know is there
0: fried kangaroo or anything crazy that i need to like try
2: you can definitely try kangaroo there's places in queensland that serve kangaroo meat you can eat kangaroo meat
0: oh what's Um, that like is it like chicken or is it is it its own thing or
2: it's really tender i don't know what what you would compare it to but it's like super tender meat kind of like turkey but beefy
0: (laughs) should i have vegemite is that important
2: Oh, I mean, like, not many people enjoy Vegemite, but you can eat Vegemite if you want to. I don't I gotta know. gotta
0: crank men at work and fucking eat Vegemite <laughs> sandwich. I said to speak my
2: language. He just smiled
1: and gave me a Vegemite sandwich. He said, I come from a la-la-la-la.
2: It's amazing. Um, Yeah, Vegemite. You have to have a spoonful of Vegemite. Okay. Everyone always does that. They bring over Vegemite and then. They're like, oh, you have to eat a whole spoonful. Like, that's how you eat it. Uh-huh. And then people eat it and they're like, oh, it's disgusting. Because like, <laughs> it is fucking disgusting if you well, eat a whole it? spoonful of it. Yes, yeah, putrid. <laughs> it's good with a little bit, like on toast or something. It's like a little spread. Yeah, it's like a little mm. spread, but you don't spread a lot of it. And it's really yum. But if mm. you have like a whole spoonful of Vegemite, it's cooked. It's not good at all.
0: And if says <laughs> someone says I'm being cheeky, what does that mean?
2: Um being cheeky, like a good smart ass, like a a funny smart ass. Uh, Yeah.
0: I got a good question for you. I don't know if you can answer this. But why is it okay to say cunt in Australia?
2: It's like a term of endearment here. Um, Like It's like you're saying mate, but instead of saying mate, you say cunt. So you're like oh, what's up, cunts, or something like that, you know? And you're like, what's up, friends, kind of thing.
0: Yeah, like Chima Um, always calls me a cunt.
2: Yeah, well, good for him. I'm glad he's still rocking it, (laughs) because it's pretty risky to drop the C word over there.
0: That's what I'm wondering, because, yeah. yeah.
2: It happened to me, the first trip I ever went on, I called someone a cunt. I was like, that was so sick, cunt. And then they were like, why are you calling me a cunt? What have Mm -hmm. I even done to you? And I was like, whoa, sorry, like. I've just meant, like, that was, that was cool, good for you. I don't know. It scared the Yay. shit out of me.
0: Cancel culture came in hot. Whoa, slow it down.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it smashed me. I, it was a big awakening. But, yeah, I don't know. It's it's always just been, like, a culture thing over here. Uh-huh. Just everyone just calls each other cunts. Mm. Um, but sometimes, like, if, if you're having a fight with someone, they'll be like, listen here, mate, you know, and, like, say mate really aggressively. So it's like. I don't know. The contrast is pretty funny.
0: Well, do the guys only use it on guys or do they call girls it also?
2: Fuck, I don't know. They probably call girls it as well.
0: Uh, It seems like it could get sketchy calling a girl it. A
2: cunt.
0: I don't know. Uh, I don't know. know. It depends. I don't know if it's just like, like, no, it's like that's our shit. Like that's homie.
2: Yeah. I think like it depends on the person, but most friendships you definitely – People just call each other cunts.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, me, you, and a bunch of cunts go to the fucking karaoke bar. What song are you singing?
2: I mean, I always like to sing Alanis Morissette. Ah. Uh, yeah. I like,
0: I just saw her live, pregnant.
2: Fuck, that would have been a wild. <laughs> it was so rad. Yeah. Alanis yeah. She sang all the hits.
0: Sheet. It was great. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's
2: what you want. Like you want. To the
0: one it. that um go down on you in a I theater?
2: Yeah, is that's that is the one. Yeah. Okay. You nailed that. You knew straight up. Yeah. Um, I
0: will have news for you, cause I have <laughs> <give laughs> nothing but the best for energy
2: I'm another <laughs> version of me. Yeah. Like me. So but, good. So you got to do it in a voice though. You so that imagine.
0: brings us to the music. You you you're in a band or you play music, right?
2: I play music, yeah. I was in a band, but um, I just play solo music now. Um, My girlfriend got me a looping pedal for my birthday a couple of years ago. Okay. And, um, yeah, when lockdown happened, like quarantine and stuff, I had nothing else to do. So I just started playing heaps of music. Okay. Um, And I I fucking sucked really bad at the start. Um, But then I got, like, better and just – yeah, I've learned the timing of the looping pedal and stuff. And now I write like four little ditties.
0: No way. You yeah, got to send me one.
2: Fun. Yeah, I'll send you one. Yeah, Maybe you can we use can use put it, it in.
0: Uh, <laughs> do, so do you have like the ability to plug into a computer and record?
2: Um, yeah, I can like figure it out. I've got some friends who like record and stuff, but I get kind of nervous playing in front of people because I make heaps of mistakes. Uh-huh. And then when you're recording, you can't really fuck it up. Cause you have to restart everything again, but yeah, I should, I really want to record stuff. People have hit me up and been like, can you please record it and just put it on like Spotify or something so I can listen. Cause this is so sick. Oh, cool. Yeah. Which is really nice. It's like super confidence boosts and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I get nervous about it cause it's like skating. I don't get nervous cause I don't think like you just skate and you're just not thinking. Mm-hmm. But music, you, you're kind of in a flow and you have to think about what you're doing and, like, with the timing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just get nervous.
0: Mm, I could see that. But, like, the, the, the cool thing about a computer would be you could just have take after take after take. You could fuck up and cut that part out and move things and around. And it like, in. Yeah. 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 It, but I kind of
2: want to be, like, super organic with the music that I make in the sense that – it's kind of like live. It's just like what you uh, record is like you played it live and then that's the recording. Like, I don't okay. want to manufacture it too much.
0: Yeah, no, it's I like old school rock
2: and roll. Like, when you would listen to bands in like, I don't know, the 80s and stuff. And it, the best albums are always the live albums, you know, like Johnny right. Cash, the False and Prison Blues album. It's Cheap one Trick, of my favorites. Cheap live
0: at Budokan. That's, yeah. that's the one. Yeah. Then Lizzie, like all. The, so who are yeah. your influences?
2: Fuck, I have like a pretty like big array of music that I listen to. But I would say that most of my music is like Blondie. Like I love Blondie. Mm. And I love like Queen and Billy Idol. Um, no Doubt is fucking sick. Like Gwen Stefani, fucking mm-hmm. legend. Like Cheap Trick. Yeah, I don't know. Just all of like the older bands.
0: Cheap Trick was my first karaoke song oh, really? I, I ever did. yeah. That's
2: amazing. That is I amazing. I want you to want me. Want me. <laughs> I need you to need me.
0: Yeah, that was a good one.
2: Yeah, it. Uh, d- do
0: you have any preferences like Fender versus Gibson or anything? Are you kind of like getting music snobby as you get better? Nah.
2: Not at all. My dream is to have, like, a Gibson when I'm older, but they're so fucking expensive. Mm. Um, but pretty much anything that makes a noise, I'll play. I'm not I'm not too picky like that. I don't know. It's like skateboarding setups. Like, people can be super particular about their setup, and then there's other people that just whatever works, they put that on their board, you know. And right. I try to be more like that with music because you just have to play what you have to play. I don't know. Yeah,
0: I trip out on those dudes that have, like, I mean – they they deserve it, I guess, but it just seems so overkill to, like, change their guitar every fucking song.
2: Yeah. Like, yeah,
0: this I don't one's know. tuned for song two, this one's tuned for song three. I don't know. It's just crazy to me.
2: It's kind of sick. Um, my girlfriend, Jade, took me to see Billy Idol last year for my birthday. That was my um, first and, like, concert. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I had to wait so long for it. <laughs> Um, I cried yeah. like when he came out on stage. I just started crying because I was so overwhelmed. I was like, "What do I fucking do?" Like this is so <laughs> iconic in my life, and he's so sick. Like he's still, he
0: still
3: bringing a it. Shirt on.
2: Yeah, he had like a leather jacket and chains and <laughs> no shirt on, and he was just like, "Rock the cradle of love." That <laughs> I was like, "Oh, Billy!" Dude. But, like, Steve well, does Steve, he end
0: with white wedding or rebel yell still, or does he have some new shit that he ends I with? Think.
2: I think he ended with White Wedding.
0: White Wedding. Yeah, that's the one, right? I wow think wow he ended wow. ended That with guitar, White... that Rebel opening. Rebel Yell is
2: my favorite.
0: I love the opening to White Wedding. It's like wah, 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 wah. And yeah. it kicks in.
2: Yeah. yeah. So nah, good. He,
0: that was energy. Because I was into him when he was in Generation X. Yeah.
2: yeah. And then
0: he went solo. And I went to his concert, the first solo album, which yeah. was kind of like his biggest, I think. Album. His, yeah. yeah.
2: I, I like to watch a lot of um, old Billy Idol interviews because he, um, he's super funny, like, to listen to, the yeah. way that he perceives the world when he was younger and stuff. Like, it's sick. And it, it's like, you've been such a sick cunt for so long, you know?
0: It was so sick. Did you see that movie where he had a cameo and he's in the airplane? I forget what it is, but they're like, whoa, Billy Idol's here.
2: <laughs> yeah, i seen that. And then he was in... Um, that Adam Sandler movie as well. That was a uh,
0: White Wedding. Or White no, Wedding. Uh, Wedding Singer.
2: Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, this concert that we went to, though, talking about guitars, my girlfriend had never known his guitarist, Steve Stevens, and, like, I love Steve Stevens. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's fucking phenomenal. And he played a bunch of different guitars, um, but there was this one bit where he got out this, like, old school, like, classical spanish guitar and he played this fucking intro to one of their songs but he played for like i don't know like eight minutes like this crazy intro and he would play it like in stages he played like a simple stage of it and then the next one he like um played it a little bit gnarlier. and then by the third one he was just like <laughs> and jade for the first time was like this con's fucking amazing. Like, he's insane. I was like, yeah, this is what I've been saying. Like, Steve Stevens is the shit. Because <laughs> I remember watching this DVD when I was younger, um, this storyteller's DVD, and Steve Stevens played the whole set with, uh, like, an acoustic electric guitar. And I always explained to my girlfriend, like, how difficult the solos are that he's playing because he's playing it on an acoustic that's plugged in. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm like, nah. it's like he's fucking crazy, dude. Like he's on some other shit. Like he's so good. And he's still fucking amazing. Really? Like like, insane.
0: Man, those guys got to be pretty old.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like he looks fucking old, but he has this really long black hair, so you can't really see his face. He's just uh-huh. fat as fuck and, like, <laughs> still has, like, all black nails and all tats all over them and shit. It's
0: cool that they kept it together.
2: Yeah. No, it's, it was sick. It was such an iconic moment. I was like, wow, where do I go from here?
0: <laughs> yeah. So is Jade your girlfriend?
2: Yeah, Jade's my girlfriend.
0: And then who's Keeks?
2: Um, Keeks is one of my friends who just, like, roller skates and stuff.
0: Oh, I saw yeah, that uh, cool. exposure, uh, I think it was a Crux commercial, but it was like hype for the exposure.
2: No, nah, it was like the exposure thing. But um, yeah, I just jokingly said it's like a Crux commercial. Um, oh. <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, that was cool. That was really fucking hard that day. Um, we were in lockdown for, I don't know if you knew, like we were in like the world's gnarliest lockdown down here in Melbourne for like six months.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so you couldn't leave your house really unless you had to go get groceries or go to work.
0: So we were in the same but not yeah. as long
2: Yeah, so it was like six months of that basically, Damn. so I didn't skate for six months or anything and uh-huh. we'd just come out of the lockdown and then I had um, Alex sending me messages like, are you going to be able to submit this video, blah 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 and I was like, dude, I can't, like, I can't skate, how would I possibly do this? And so we had literally three days. We had three days before it was due. And my filmer and I, I messaged him and I said, hey, um, I have this idea to film this whole part in, like, one day. It's going to be fucked, but do you want to come and do it, you know? I'll buy you a case of beer, like, please. And he was like, all right, sweet. So we were skating at, like, 8.30 in the morning first thing, just, like, straight up. Um uh-huh. And, like, yeah, filmed all day. I, like, wouldn't allow myself to have beers. I was, like, I'm not drinking until I finish because otherwise as soon as I sit down and drink, I'm not going to skate. I'm just going to be done.
3: But I think we
2: ended up finishing skating at, like, I don't know, like, 7 or 8 p.m. It was, like, nearly 12 hours of skating. But, yeah, I never want to fucking do that ever again. (laughs) Like, (laughs) just repetitively trying tricks until, like, you land it and then traveling to different spots and like eating shit and then getting up and being like, (laughs) I can't mellow. I have to fucking land it. Like I got so sick after it and I got like heat stroke and then I couldn't walk for like a day or so because my legs were just so sore from like skating so much. Right. But it was fun.
0: What's the uh, beer for the everybody VB still down there or like what?
2: Everyone drinks VBs. Yeah. Or Melbourne bitter. I fucking hate that shit.
0: (laughs) Nobody drinks Foster's, right?
2: No, nah, no. Nah. Foster's is a myth. If someone's <laughs> drinking a can of Foster's, I'm like, oh, look at this weirdo. Like, what are they doing? But, yeah, usually like VB or Melbourne Bitter. My girlfriend and I usually drink like Coronas because they're a gluten-free beer, not intentionally, oh, accidentally.
0: That's like Jack in the Box tacos.
2: Oh, yeah? Gluten gluten-free. Free, yeah. yeah, I love gluten-free <laughs> stuff. It makes me feel heaps better.
0: Um, yeah, but, yeah, wild.
2: always on the Coronas. Okay. Yeah, I don't with Foster's. I know that they used to sponsor a bunch of surfing events and stuff.
0: I remember people told me they're like, dude, Foster's is like, no.
2: Yeah, Foster's is fucked. I'm trying <laughs> to think of the beer over there that you would compare it to. What's like mm. the cheapest shitty beer that you guys have?
0: I mean, I drink a lot of PBR, but it's pretty shitty. Yeah, um, yeah,
2: perhaps PBR. Mm-hmm. Like quality-wise, it's pretty much the same thing. It's like liquid piss.
0: Okay, beer. yeah. Yeah, PBR. there's Keystone, PBR. Uh, I don't know. Those are pretty bad.
2: The first time I ever shotgunned a can of beer was a can of PBR. And I fucking spilled it all over myself and was, like, choking. <laughs> like, I still can't shotgun beers.
0: Can you do the you thumb punch?
2: No, nah, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Breezy can do it every time. When she was shotgunning beers and stuff, I was like, fuck. And she's like, can you film one and send it to me? I was like, I can't because I don't know how to do it. <laughs> she's amazing. She's like, Psh- Bang, done.
0: Yeah, she's got it. down. i seen on her Instagram stories, like people were submitting them to her and she was reposting them.
2: Yeah, yeah. It was, it was then. Tight. I was like, damn, I want to do this. And she was like, do it. I'm like, I can't actually shotgun a beer. I'll just choke myself. And then uh, it'll just be a video of me cooking it on the internet trying to shotgun <laughs> a beer. So it's like not worth it.
0: I need to get her on. She's really cool. always have a good time talking with her.
2: Yeah, she's um, the best.
0: What's up with the Paddy People Project? What is that?
2: Yeah, so the Patty People Project is cool. Um, Ellie and Scott run it, basically. I think it's like they just kind of want to shine light on um, people who are like super kind of, I don't know, a bit like creative but aren't usually in the spotlight. Mm. Um,
0: the underground.
2: Yeah. yeah, the underground. Yeah, that's a good way to describe it. Um, uh-huh. They kind of just want to show like, The underground and alternative styles of music and skating and surfing and different cultures and how they kind of intertwine um so i guess their project was just get like a bunch of different people that are like good at their crafts and put them together and just kind of see what happens oh you know so that trip that we went on with nora jaleesa me and laura basically like we just got the limousine and then they had a few spots marked out that they wanted to go and stuff. And then, yeah, pretty much like Ellie and Scott just let us do whatever the fuck we wanted for a week in a limousine and just filmed the whole thing. We all nearly died on that trip. I don't know if the story's even been told, but we were in the limousine driving to this, like our next destination at nighttime. And we heard this like weird noise at the back of the limousine. And Ellie slowed down and she was like, oh, something's going on with, like, the tire or something. Um, But we've got to just, like, get to where we're going. And then we probably got another, I don't know, 500 meters to a kilometer down the road going, like, 90 miles per hour. So, like, pretty quick. And then the tire exploded. Like, the back tire exploded. And the car just, like, nearly went sideways and flipped. Like,
0: fishtail out.
2: Yeah, yeah, like fishtailed out, and then Ellie is, like, holding it, breaking and stuff. Um, She managed to, like, pull it in and pull us off to the side of the road, but she was shocked, dude. Like, she couldn't even talk. She was just like, we nearly all just fucking flipped, and we would have died because, like, the limousine didn't have any seatbelts and stuff.
0: Oh, man.
2: Yeah, it was crazy. I was like, this is (laughs) fucked (laughs) up. It was, like, we are all just there, and there's this photo of us um, with the popped tire. And she was like, get a photo. And then my eyes are just like out of my skull. Cause I was like, I think that that was nearly really bad.
0: Oh my God. Yeah.
2: No, it was sick. That trip was so much fun. Like just surfing and skating. We went out to Waco, Texas and like surf this wave pool out there. No um, way. Like yeah. the perfect
0: then, wave style.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The perfect wave. It was kind of gnarly fuck? though. Like it, it's like a perfect wave, but underneath you concrete. So if you fall, you kind of get smoked. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: How it's, deep it's, is it?
2: Not that deep. Not that deep? I don't know, like knee, knee height maybe.
0: Oh, so you just get pounded in there?
2: Yeah, you just get smoked every time.
0: What's up with, uh, you know, Mark Okolupa or
2: whatever? Yeah, Mark Okolupa.
0: Doesn't he okay. have like a wave in Australia that's like four waves?
2: Really? Yeah, there's I've one that's it. been built down in um, the Tala Marine. I haven't been there yet, but I know the one that you're talking about.
0: It almost looks like it could have a hip. Or a hit, like a yeah, bowl. It's yeah. like they all go out like this. It's like yeah. crazy.
2: Yeah, it's really cool. All of that shit's like sick. I think it's so smart the way that they've managed to run that.
0: Uh-huh. Um, it's like something that just goes up and down, goes poof, poof, yeah. and just.
2: Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that? I think that's Kelly Slater's pool.
0: No, no. I, well, I don't think so. I think Kelly has one that's just the one. that it's a a regu- a one wave. But yeah, this one, and, I'm talking this about one's like four. the yeah. yeah, this one, they go, like, opposite each Surge, other. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, I think, it, yeah, I think that's at Telemarine.
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. pretty sure. I
2: yeah. haven't been there yet. My dad's been there. He said it's sick. Wow. But, like, super hard to get waves because you're in a lineup of people and then um, if you miss the wave, then you have to go to the back of the line. Like, they're not just going to be like, oh, you didn't paddle into the wave. You don't get the next one, you know? hmm so, yeah, I want to check it out. I just, I yeah. don't know. No all time. right.
0: You got to put all your money on yay or nay if the Olympics are going to happen this year. All of it? Yep.
2: Oh, with everything currently how it is? Nay.
0: It's not going to happen?
2: No. Nah. I just don't know how they're going to do it,
0: I how, don't they, either. how they
2: can make it happen.
0: Yeah, I kind of don't think so either. The only I mean, thing like, I was thinking is they could maybe have it with no spectators, maybe?
2: That's what they're saying. They're saying definitely there won't be any spectators if they do run it. Uh-huh. But I'm also thinking about, like, the qualifying contests and stuff. Basically, they want everyone to be on the road for, like, seven weeks in the qualifying contest. Oh. Two of the stops are China, one of the stops Brazil, and the other one's in L.A.
0: Oh, No way, right?
2: No, exactly. It's like you're going to like the hub, pretty much of COVID right now.
0: Let's just go get it.
2: Yeah, and then yeah, if you get COVID, then that's kind of your trip done because you have to quarantine for two weeks, and then they're not going to let you back on the road.
0: Yeah, so it could just be the winner, could just be the last last person standing.
1: Winner, winner, chicken dinner. I don't think so. Winner, winner, sheen dinner.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, five people left. Do you
2: think it's going to go ahead?
0: You know, it's tricky because I know that in life, when there's a lot of money involved, things mysteriously happen. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, for what I know, I would think no, but there's probably a lot of things I don't know. You know what well, I mean? it's
2: interesting you bring up money because like the people that are going to get to the Olympics are going to be the people that have the money as well, uh-huh. you know, to travel to the contest and stuff.
0: Oh, because it's all on your own dime?
2: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, every country is a bit different, but Australia, they do help a little bit, but not not a, an entire like trip's worth, no.
0: Okay, wow. So what's your <clears> – <throat> let's say it is going to happen. Let's say everything's normal, right? Like the, yeah. the COVID's not even here. What was your outlook on the Olympics? Like were you excited about it? Do you think it's like <laughs> different from a regular contest? Like what was your vibe?
2: In all honesty – and there's a lot of people that, um, that have, like, helped me out along the way and, and would be really bummed to hear this, but I've never been in love with the thought that skating is going to be in the Olympics. I never really was too bothered whether I went or I didn't go. Mm. At the time when I was selected to represent Australia for our team, I didn't have much else going on. There wasn't like a lot of sponsors that wanted to fly me out for trips or anything or I wasn't filming a video part, like I wasn't doing very much. So it was really good at the time because I got to travel and I got to see my friends and I got to skate different places and kind of see the world. But now I'm kind of at a place where I'm like, I'm old in the sense that I'm fucking tired. I'm tired of competitions. I'm tired of how much energy they take, how mentally fatigued you come out of them. And I just think that, like, the environment of the Olympics would just be the most mentally draining place to be for, like, two weeks.
3: Mm.
2: You know, everyone's, like, on one the whole time. Yeah. And people, there's no camaraderie between athletes and people might fucking argue that right now, but I've been to the qualifying contest and I've seen the bullshit that goes down and, like, people don't want you to succeed, you know, they want you to fucking fall and they don't want you to land your runs. They want, they want to win. And people want to win that badly. And I think it's like kind of shit.
0: So that's kind of what I was leading into. Like imagine you're at the Van Doren Invitational, right? It's just a contest is the feeling at that contest versus the Olympics. Like is there country pride and like, we can't be friends at this one and and a little more like. uh, No,
2: it's super different. It is. Huh? Yeah, like I still skate the Vans Park Series events and Mm. that's like super fun. Everyone, it's like they just get to hang out, try tricks, like skate really good, do whatever. Like when you're hanging out on the deck, there's no bullshit. People aren't trying to snake you or like block for their friend who's going to drop in and shit. Like it's so different. Yeah, like, oh, fuck, I don't know how much of this I should say, but like when you go to these qualifying contests, like every country kind of is in their own little thing and like, if you have two of the Chinese skaters together in one of your heats, one Chinese skater will drop in and do a run. And then they like signal to the other person to come in before they finish their run. So then they drop in and get their run to practice. And then before they finish, they signal back again. And like, they drop (sighs) in. So they're like killing everyone's practice times and like, yeah. And then they'll like study your lines and your runs and stuff. And then you'll watch them kind of, Not put something together and then the next day after watching like a few people they'll be like oh yep taking that taking that taking that line like doing this and then it's just again the same shit yep drop in yep drop in and then you drop in and like i don't know i would just fucking drop in when i saw it i was like i'm so sick of this shit like i'm just gonna skate yeah and then i drop in and then like i would have parents coming up to me being like can you not skate so aggressively in the bowl because you're intimidating my kids and stuff
0: The skate moms are the worst about the whole thing. Like I've seen the whole, like I was talking about that before. It's just like, let your kid be a kid.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They don't know how though. It's like, whose ticket to fame is it? Is it the kids or is it yours? Like, what do you want, man?
0: Yeah. The Wheaties box is waiting for (laughs) That's so good.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. It's like, it's a shitty environment to be in for somebody who doesn't want to be there in Uh that sense like i i love skating and i love competing against my friends and like the camaraderie there and Mm. it's just such a different environment and then you have people like dissecting your runs when you finish and they're like okay so you need to swap this trick out you need to do this you need to like change this line here and add this Mm -hmm. and it's like oh it's so um what do you call it like precise like well do you
0: think that it could like, OK, well, first of all, do you think it's going to last like after it happens once? Is it going to be such a train wreck that they don't have it anymore? Or do no, you think, I that think they'll it's con- going to last? OK, so yeah. then if it does last, do you think it's going to lead towards the gymnastic style where there's like more of like a routine? Because my thing with it right now is like how the fuck do you judge somebody's Smith grind versus another Smith grind? Like, how do you do a front-side air versus... Like, why is this person getting judged against themselves? Like, oh, their run wasn't as good as they're capable of. It was still better than everybody else's, so yeah. why wouldn't they win? Like, so the judging to me is, like, if you're going to skate in the Olympics, have a downhill contest. First one on the bottom wins. Like, that's yeah. easy. But for these park and even the street, you're just kind of like... Uh, and then it's like is this guy affiliated like is the judge affiliated with this guy's yep. sponsor like there's so much yep. politics that go into it
2: yeah the but we were talking
0: about like politics. what if like someday it's like okay everyone does the exact same thing it's like gymnastics like there, the first run there's three uh i don't know what they call them but the level like you know here, yeah there's
2: like techniques that they need you to do or something
0: yeah like every run has to have a front side air a smith grind and a back lip in it or something like i mean if it gets to that i feel like a lot of people would be like i'm not gonna watch it
2: yeah i I just don't think that it'll get to that though i think they'll um fine-tune what the judging criteria is and they'll they'll understand what they need to look for and what they want to
3: see
2: um but I just think the breed of skater that it is going to pump out will be super different to the culture that you kind of grew up with, you know?
0: 100%. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure.
2: But you're right. Like it's, it's super hard to gauge because mm-hmm. even when you're at the contest and you watch and you see the podium, a lot of people don't agree with the podium, you know?
0: I was, I mean, I've been to so many contests and I could, pretty much say at least 75% of the time, I didn't agree with the podium. Yeah. You know, that's and a huge percentage. Yeah. I mean, it's just crazy to me. Like there's so much that goes into it. Like, I don't know. I mean, there was a couple of contests that Lizzie was getting judged against Lizzie. Yeah. Like she did better than a lot of girls, but she got below them because she she can skate better. But yeah, like, and they want that, to see that doesn't matter. It's like who's yeah. skating the best. I don't well, know. that's I w- the
2: thing with contests, too. It's you judge the other people you're skating against. So if you're skating against people that it doesn't require you to put your body on the line and do your very, very, very best tricks, you're not going to fucking do it. You're mm-hmm. going to do the run that you know that you need to do in order to like place higher than these people.
0: Right. Yes. But yeah, I
2: understand her being judged where they're like, well, no, we know that you can do back cradle slides and you didn't do one, so.
0: Yeah, or yeah. like you kind of took it easy on your backside air, but like nobody else even did a backside air, so like yeah. what the yeah. fuck. Yeah. yeah, that shit kind of, I, I mean, I've never judged, but it, it doesn't, I don't understand all those things. But yeah. w- here's, the, here's the dream scenario, right? You're in the finals. It's head-to-head, you and one other person, and you look over, and who is it? Regina George
3: <laughs>
2: What <laughs> Regina George isn't sweet She's a scum sucking rodent horse. She ruined my life <laughs> I fucking love that I wish I would just be like This is hype Like I hope she wins <laughs> this is Fucking sick
0: Mean Girls too. It's oh. like the, tri- the sequel
2: Mean Girls Best movie
0: What's the best thing you've ever seen On a skateboard in person
2: Fuck that's like the hardest question ever Nora doing the kickflip Over the box At Vans Park Series Did you see that footage Who
0: filmed that
2: <laughs> Did you film that Did you film
3: that yeah, Amazing.
0: The fish eye.
2: I was sitting there watching her. I was like, this is fucking crazy.
0: Yeah. I filmed her kickflip at the combi too. Like, I think it was the first one she ever did.
2: Yeah. 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 That was a super iconic moment for me because, but like, obviously you were there. So you saw, she was trying that shit the whole practice. Yeah. And then um, she had like, I don't know, three more tries before the dudes jumped in or something. And she uh-huh. got it like right on that last try. Yeah. And it was it was. It was so sick. That was mm-hmm. rat. That whole contest was super iconic for me too. The Jake Wooten, when he, oh, Jake Wooten, when he fucking slammed and then he like goes and sits down, his head's bleeding. It's still like, he still had one run left and the medics are with him and he's like, I'm going to skate, I'm going to skate. And the medic's like, your head is bleeding. You have a head injury. You cannot skate. And then he's like holding an ice pack and then his name was announced and he fucking just grabs <laughs> someone's board, not even his board <laughs> and just runs and jumps into his board and lands like, I don't know, 70% of his run and finally comes off. And the whole crowd was screaming. That was sick. Everyone was going fucking crazy. It was, that was wild.
0: Those contests were so fun. Like just being on the beach in that environment. It was like, I was eating acai bowls every day. It was just good times.
2: Yeah. The Vance Park series events are like the best events that I've ever been to. Yeah. They the, run really well too. Like Clements and mm, the Border, they fucking are amazing at running contests. Yeah,
0: they nail it for sure.
2: Yeah. It's Everyone tough. knows what they're doing. Everyone knows where they can and can't go. Practice times never change. It's always like really regimented. It's sick.
0: Do you are you into TikTok? Do you have a TikTok?
2: Yeah, I just recently got into TikTok
0: what's the deal with it? Like I'm kind of.
2: TikTok's super different, um, I guess, because it's not like your community where Instagram, you only really see people in the same community see your skating or something like musicians, see musicians, skaters, see skaters, kind of like that. But in TikTok, it's like everyone in the entire world could potentially see your video. Oh, I don't know, like random shit comes up in my TikTok feed, like people patting their dogs and stuff, you know, <laughs> my Instagram, like I wouldn't usually see that. I just see a lot of skateboarding.
0: Oh, um, okay. I thought it was like where they like make all the different cuts and put it to the music and it's like,
2: yeah, I- people do do that, but there's heaps of sides of TikTok that people wouldn't expect. Huh. Like, I've been learning heaps about self-defense on TikTok because there's this guy I follow who talks about, like, if you ever get kidnapped and this is the scenario, this is what you do. Like, it's really sick. And then there's people who train pets and they give you, like, secrets to training your pet. There's, like, funny videos. I don't know. I follow a lot of, like, queer and gay people on there and just, like, funny videos about their relationships and their life and stuff. Like, Uh And there's heaps of good skating and I don't know. TikTok's pretty wild like that. I originally was like, fuck TikTok. I don't give a fuck about TikTok. It's so lame. And then I kind of jumped on it and I was like, oh, actually, I get it. Like TikTok's super fun. But they don't put the time up the top of the screen. So, like, you can spend fucking hours just mindlessly scrolling, like laughing at videos and stuff. And you don't know it because you don't know what the time is. it's fucking smart it's the I, I ultimate was like, yeah. rabbit hole yeah yeah because you can do it with instagram and then you're like oh shit it's like 2 30 i gotta go But tiktok use get lost right i don't know do you pl- are you on tiktok or nah
0: um um i've been on it before i don't have like an account but i've gone on my friend sends me one every morning like a yeah. link <laughs> i'm like dude tiktok daily is insane. Yeah. here comes the nice that's but uh it. my guilty pleasure is uh pokemon since we've been on the uh oh yeah on the lockdown i've been taking walks in the morning before everyone Playing comes pokemon. out and i just play pokemon it kind of helps me <laughs> stay out there for a while
2: yeah that's so. so funny there was um this guy at the skate park the other day and he was just walking around, and then he came up, and he was like, hey, what's up? And I was like, what were you doing? He's like, playing Pokemon.
0: <laughs> so we call it crushing candy.
2: <laughs> crushing candy. Yeah, it's so fucking it, it, good.
0: Yeah, it's, it's kind of addicting. It's kind of – I mean, it's something I'll probably never will do once I go back to – if there's ever going back to normal, but, like, right now, it's just kind of helping – a lot of the yeah. social media for me just got super negative with politics and all kinds of stuff. And I had to just like, not look at like people arguing about like religion and politics. It's like, I just yeah. don't care. It's like, just be, yeah. free, you know,
2: it can, it's hard. Cause that stuff's super important, but it's also important to take time for yourself to mm. like put yourself in a good space and like be like practice positive mental attitude and stuff. So when something's really, like, apparent in your life and it's really bringing you down, you kind of do need to take space and, like, put, put it aside. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, but, it, but it's a hard middle to find because you do want to be involved in the politics and you do want to know what's going on um, and be making a difference, but sometimes it can really, like, affect you. So yeah. I understand that because I've been going through the same thing with social media and stuff. I used to really like it because I would see my friends doing really fun stuff and stuff like that and now it's getting really political and I'm like fuck like it's really hard to stomach all of this every day constantly mm.
0: well from my view Australia and New Zealand are killing it it seems like with all this pandemic stuff it seems like you guys are in the forefront of like doing the right way and I'm I'm assuming from your view that's quite the opposite um view for us I feel like we're maybe <laughs> not doing it so good
2: I think it's interesting, like when we were originally put in the lockdowns and stuff, Uh like it was bad. Everyone really suffered. Um, But now coming out of it, we understand. Yeah. Whereas I don't think COVID was treated so seriously at the beginning for you guys. So now that it is where it's at, it's really hard to come back from that. Yeah. Because people have been made to believe that it's not this big thing that will kill people and will take over, you know.
0: Yeah. And everybody, like it was, I don't know. I mean, there's conspiracy theories and everything, but like, whether it was coincidence or not, it all happened around the same time, which it was like the presidential. So it became this real politically thing Mm -hmm. where it was like, you're either on one side or you're not like Mm -hmm. they politicized wearing a mask. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: Like basically you were voting for Trump. If you weren't, wearing a mask and you yeah. were voting for the other, if you were, and it was like, this isn't about politics. This is about like, people are dying
4: People's lives. Yeah. yeah.
0: And that's where it just, you know, you start just kind of being like time out. like people need to like have a brain, like, you know what I mean?
4: Yeah. So
2: yeah, it's, it was frustrating. I saw that watching that over the internet and stuff. And I was pretty shocked by that. It's, it's amazing how much people value their own lives over another person's life, Mm
3: -hmm.
2: you know, because pretty much plain and simple, if you're choosing not to wear a mask, you're choosing to potentially kill people. Right. And that shouldn't be your call.
3: Yeah.
2: You don't, yeah. Like depending on what walk of life you come from, like you might not be a disabled person who struggles or, you know, like there's a lot of people that can be really, really easily affected by you not wearing a mask Mm -hmm. and it's it's interesting to think that you deem your life is more worthy than their life.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's it's become a really selfish society. I mean, the in, the social media stuff has been a big part of that too. Like everybody needs to like have the best story of their life and they're painting their own picture and stuff. And so all that went into it. It's just, I hope that at some point everyone can just take a, a step back and just chill out for a second and be like we're all human like let's get this right you know
2: yeah that shit won't happen that's not it that's like history you know will just repeat itself kind of thing like it won't happen
0: yeah nobody learns
2: no nobody learns i think it's like america seems to be at this point now it's like how like where do you go from here you kind of just it kind of just needs to take its toll now. Mm. I don't know. Unless out of nowhere everyone starts doing the right thing, I just don't I don't see. I know. How you can come back.
0: It's it's kind of depressing times. So it's like I don't know, what do you do to like keep your stoke besides skating? Like is there some things that you like lean on for like I'm having a bad day this will help me ha- be stay happy or things like that?
2: Yeah, it's interesting because um, that's forever changing. But I guess, like, music is a big thing.
0: Oh,
2: yeah. Uh, kind I really of a good like spending- outlet,
0: right? Like- yeah,
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. It's nice to, like, create something and get frustrated and then work through the frustration and then come out with something in the end. I mm. really like that. I really like just kind of spending time with my girlfriend and going to drive places. Like, if we're ever a bit overwhelmed, we'll be like, all right, let's go drive to the creek and just go swim for the day, you know, and nice. just take ourselves out of our environment that we're always in.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: What else do I do? Jade, what do I do recreationally?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: She's probably asleep right now. Uh,
0: what time is it there?
2: <laughs> it's not that early, but um, she just went to gym this morning, so uh. <laughs> she's probably snoozing. Hey um but yeah i don't know just cruising around music yeah I go swimming i write a lot of bullshit like i was in diaries heaps i actually take a diary around with me everywhere when i skate and stuff too okay because i find it helps me to like keep myself centered and not stress out too much and stuff
0: do you write like lyrics and stuff for songs do you
2: everything uh-huh. everything Sometimes I'll write, like, stuff for music. Sometimes I just write thoughts that I'm having so I can, like, read them and understand why I'm having them. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes I just write fucking to-do lists of things I got to get done that day. I don't know. Yeah. Like, sometimes when I'm filming with my filmer and he's pissing me off, I'll, like, um, write down, like, I'm annoyed at you because you're doing this, but I don't show him. (laughs) It's just, like, I just write it. Give me two seconds. Come in. sleep
4: i didn't realize you weren't
2: home me. my girlfriend just got home do you want to meet her sure
4: hello it
0: should work hello
4: oh, i'm not there hello
0: <laughs> how you doing Hi. i got a question for you me yeah can we ask you one question yeah hit me okay she's as she's long as it's
4: about me not today.
0: this is a fake <laughs> this is a fake scenario right She's having the worst day of her life and you notice that. What do you do to make her smile?
4: I give her head.
0: (laughs) Oh, mama. Boom. And that's a wrap. We are out of here.
4: (laughs) I'll probably give you your favorite snacks. It's nice. She's, oh, if she's having a bad day, it's not only because she's hungry.
0: Uh, so you get her <laughs> she's food. She's such
4: a hangry person when you're hungry, hey. Yeah, I get really angry when I'm hungry. You're Ooh. the worst. She turns into a monster. So if you feed the beast, she stays happy. <laughs> 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 hey? Well, she loves going skate. If, we, if I'm like, let's go yeah, skate. Yeah, if we don't like, go skate, where do we go? Usually for a drive somewhere. Yeah, we'll go for a big drive. What are you doing? What Feed you me snacks. snacks. Sometimes Talk I'll up. take you on a shopping spree. I'll take her on a shopping spree. Oh yeah, that always make you feel better. Yeah, buying a new t-shirt or
0: something. Mm. Are you Are you yeah. down to do Are you down to do a little contribution for this episode?
4: Yeah, hit me.
0: Uh, we okay.
4: have this.
0: We have this segment called First Impression," right?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And so basically, it's you telling a story of the first time you met her, what your first impression was.
1: And now, another first impression with Jade Field.
4: When I first met Sine, she was actually dating someone else. So she came into where I worked and I served her drinks. What was my first impressions? You're very short. (laughs) Sine is very short because I'd previously known her from online and then I saw her and I was like, she's cute and very short. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. And I made you drinks. Yeah. And I thought your girlfriend was a bitch. She was a bitch. <laughs> so my first impressions were, you're cute, you're short and your girlfriend's a bitch. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then how soon after that did the, did the sparks happen?
4: Ages, ages, yeah. Oh, really?
0: You knew her for a
4: while.
2: I saw Jade on Tinder, and then, um. I didn't want to ask her out on Tinder because her Tinder profile was actually really gross. #Hashtag <laughs> Are
4: you okay? She just had all these fucked up photos of her being gross, a horny like, legend, oh. being a horny legend.
2: <laughs> yeah,
4: but from the outside, I was like, this chick's kind of hectic, but she she seemed cool when I met her. Um, whatever, you saw the profile and you're like, she's DTF, I'm hitting her
1: up. <laughs> you better leave the shit in here. Don't be, t- this is negative or not. This is life.
2: <laughs> Stop. Um, no. And then, Amazing. yeah, I messaged her on Facebook and I was like, uh, Jade's a laser tattoo technician. She removes people's tattoos.
0: Oh, pain, right?
2: Um, and I, yeah, this, I have this shit tat on my chest that I wanted to get rid of. So I was like, oh, um, can you help me, like, remove this tattoo? I don't have very much money, but, like, I'll take you out on a date. And then you were pretty keen after that.
4: Yeah, and then it took you, like, two years to get laser. So that was just, like, your – (laughs) Yeah.
0: What's the process? Like, you have to go, like, six or eight times and graduate?
4: Yeah. Sinead's only had one session and it hasn't, like, faded too much.
0: Oh, it's it's still still there. there?
4: Yeah. Yeah, but that's one session.
0: It's not you the ex's me,
4: name, right? Shout out to Laser Eraser. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> my business, Laser Eraser Tattoo Removal. Yeah, you Hit can me find me on <laughs> Instagram. I'm about to be on TikTok. <laughs> at Laser underscore Eraser. Oh, yeah.
0: shit. How do you TikTok?
4: Oh, she hasn't yet. Oh, no, it's TikTok. my fault.
2: Uh, I said to her, like, you should start a TikTok because Laser Tattoo Removal will be, like, really aesthetically pleasing on TikTok. hmm mm yeah people would like to watch it yeah, yeah crazy. and jade's super fucking funny and like charismatic as a person as well like i think so yeah you're welcome yeah she's like super i don't know just like you're kind of drawn to her as a person and i was like if you can just channel you somehow and put it on tiktok people will just like you'll pop yeah. off like people will love it
0: uh-huh do you guys get jealous at all of each other
4: all the time yeah we have a pretty like um competitive streak in
0: us uh what sign bad. are you
4: can I get can get like back. start can get bad. our fights and stuff
0: what signs are you guys
4: saggy and pisces oh so we're fire water are you, huh. you're fire, I'm hey. fire yeah, yeah fire water
0: yeah that's probably good
4: what yeah we're like so we're pretty comparable. Out the fire. <laughs> Yeah, I'm yeah. putting out the message. No, like, oh, thanks. Yeah, I'm like the fireman that just let like, hoses down the floor. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but not um, like Jade's a
2: really good musician too. She's in a band, like a, a singer of this band. Um, and I get really jealous, like, <clears throat> I'll be at a show watching her and people will come up and be like, oh, my God, I love your band. You're amazing. You're the best. Like, wow. And I kind of sit there and then people try hitting on her and stuff and I get, like, pretty annoyed. I'm like, can you fuck off? Like,
4: <laughs> I don't want to deal with it. I think we, it, like, is good, but then sometimes it's bad, like our competitiveness. Yeah. We like, it can just be pathetic sometimes, like. I fucking made scrambled eggs better than you. I'm better at scrambled eggs. Like it would just be like lame stuff like that. Yeah, but
2: I am better than you at scrambled eggs. Yeah, you're eggs. better, but I'm better at
4: cooking. <laughs> yeah, overall. You, you
0: know at- what the key to scrambled eggs is? Well Pulling the egg up with the fork, like pulling it up, and then adding some butter. Yeah,
2: yeah that's what I do. Yeah,
0: it helps them get fluffier.
2: Yeah, yeah. And like what like make sure you have lots of oil because you don't want any of it to stick with. yeah. Mm-hmm. The oil is the key, I reckon.
0: And uh what did we learn about the uh gluten-free the accident? It's v- oh, VB corona. Oh,
2: corona. Corona.
0: Coronas are
2: Yeah. Corona I mean, is accidentally gluten-free. <laughs> Jade, um, Jade has to eat gluten-free, so I eat gluten-free um to make her life easier.
0: Huh. I think Jack in the Box tacos gluten free. Yeah, he
4: said Jack in the Box tacos are gluten free in the states. So oh, if, we go, cool. if we go to the states together, I've never been to the states. Oh, loser! Hey,
0: I've never been to Australia.
4: Oh, that makes me feel better then. Yeah,
0: uh, eh. if I was when gonna go, go down there, what, what? And I could only go to one place. Would I go to Australia or New Zealand?
2: New Zealand's pr- pretty awesome.
4: But it's what would you What would, Yeah, it depends. What if you're coming for the beaches and the weather, you come Oz. If you're going for like scenery and beauty uh-huh. and like um, nature, like nature, wonderful should. landscapes. Yeah, New Zealand. New Zealand. Okay. But yeah, are you a beach bum or what are you?
0: Yeah, I mean, I would really like to go to the Barrier Reef and stuff and go check out oh, like I all do. that stuff.
2: I didn't even talk about the Barrier Reef. The Barrier Reef's not what it used to be though. They're the trying. Sign. They're trying to get rid of it. Really? Yeah, well, it's dying. They want to build some
4: fucking bullshit out They're there. They're building a like build. a Dani. So it's like what this the? huge thing that no yeah, is like pretty it's much dying. almost dead. Yeah, I think 60% of it's dead or something like um,
0: that. Oh, that sucks.
4: It's really sad. So it's like all mine. It's a mining town. So all the mining um, leaks into the Barrier Reef and kills it.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: So it's super sad. Mm. Um, so you got to get over here quick. Yeah, you got to get here fast. Here well, Not that, I, I don't you know
0: can. if I want to do it during this situation.
4: Yeah, but Australia
2: is like the best place to be. Like Una just came over to visit Poppy and stuff. Oh um, yeah. Yeah, and she had to quarantine for two weeks, but now she can do whatever. Mm.
0: That's amazing. That's
4: the best time to yeah, come. Yeah, now to it's to kind of like zero time. cases. Oh. Yeah.
0: So what would be the best way for me to? get there like is there a quicker route than others and like is there any like non i don't know is there non-stop versus layover and all that shit
2: yeah you can fly direct from la to melbourne if you're lucky or you can fly direct from la to sydney and then then get like a connecting flight but yeah you'd have to quarantine in sydney
0: how far is sydney from melbourne
2: not far like a two-hour plane two-hour plane less than that yeah enough see
0: now it's like it's very it's at the top it's like australia is the, probably the top
4: yeah you would love it here like yeah you would people would love you too yeah people would
2: love you here oh. <laughs> that's because it's cool anytime um an australian goes like to america every time i've been there everyone just falls in love with you immediately because of your accent mm-hmm Mm-hmm. And, like, it's funny, like, when I'm over there, everyone's like, oh, my God, you're Australian. That's amazing. Can you speak it, eh, mate? <laughs> <laughs> you like, hey, like, the shrimp on the barbie. It. Yeah. yeah shrimp on that's... the barbie, ha, ha, ha. Like, Nora always tries to do an Aussie accent, but she just sounds English, and then sometimes it gets, like, so weird. I'm like, what are you fucking doing? like, <laughs> 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 She's oh, like mate, I'm cheesy. I'm from down under. I'm like, fuck, all you good. <laughs> <could." laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. oh, that's tight well um, thanks for spending some time it's been nice
2: yeah for sure
4: it's been nice to hang out properly
0: yeah do you got like a um, song that we can end it with let's put one of your songs on
4: oh no definitely <laughs> no. song. come no. on
0: yeah. here we go back
4: my decision Hi, yeah, back back by
2: Blondie? or you just go with the classic I love rock and roll John Jet.
3: Mm.
2: Saw him dancing there by the record machine.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, drop on um, of glass by Blondie.
0: Ah, okay. Have you done that one karaoke?
4: Um, I don't think I ever have.
0: Well, hopefully we'll. I don't know. I keep saying this. Is it? Are we ever going to see each other in person? Like, hopefully things get back to some yeah. type of normalcy.
2: I hope so. I think um, th- I think the next time I might be coming to the states. Alex said is like September or October. Oh, really? That's her prediction. Is like when we might be able to travel.
0: That's what they're saying. I think September. They're hoping. I'm getting married in August. Oh, oh yeah! Yeah.
4: Yep. Well, so. Also, you save a shit ton of money. Hey? Yeah, having yeah. less people? Uh-huh. Save it and put it towards your Australia farm. The Australian yeah. honeymoon. Yeah, Yes. Exactly. Wow. <laughs> come to Australia. Yeah. Exactly.
0: I, I told her I was like I I've always been afraid like if I go all the way to Australia I'm just never gonna come back because I hate flying so far so like I probably get there love it and be like ah it's not worth returning.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. and then you're like fuck. I married an American. I sh- I really should have married an Australian.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Shut <laughs> out. <laughs> I mean, I don't understand why, but you guys, like, attitude and and stress levels always just seem so laid back. And, like, that's what I appreciate about, I mean, Dustin, Chima, all these guys that I've met, like, they're all so relaxed and laid back. And, like, yeah. it's just kind of like how the country is. And and I, I think those dudes, when they were staying at my house, is it still like this? Like, the more kids you have, the more... Money the government gives you? Is that real? Like for yeah. unemployment?
4: Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was insane. I was like, holy shit, the whole system just seems like they're trying to help you.
4: Yeah. Yeah, we've got a pretty encouraging government and stuff like that. We've got like that no worries attitude, like Australians. Just yeah, it's like, not no worries. Now. No worries, now. Right. We that like we do. We have like the highest rate of suicide in young males and stuff like that. So oh, it's really? Like, yeah, just that attitude can... Be detrimental yeah too it's
0: oh because like it can lead to drugs like and then like just get to a scary dark place
2: yeah, yeah it's like a it's a it's an interesting cultural difference like n- like young men aren't really encouraged to um open up and and yeah like talk about how they're feeling or mm-hmm. anything like that so yeah jed's right like the suicide rate here for young men is like the highest
4: yeah because it's like that no worries attitude but it's like
0: right
2: but
4: there no, is, worries, worries, like, yeah. you're allowed to express them and you're allowed to talk about it, but that's just Australian culture. I'll have another beer, mate. Yeah, you'll be all right. Yeah. Mate. Yeah. No worries. Mate. Uh, like,
0: I could see that. Okay, shit.
2: but yeah, it, it does like, sword. it's yeah. like a double edged sword. Like, it can be awesome because it like teaches you not to sweat the small, shit, yeah, you know, but then it can also not be awesome because it builds up, yeah, it builds up, and so stuff. stuff builds up. Mm. But to be fair, I really love when I get home to Australia. I -hmm. do love how many, like how much we don't give a fuck here Mm -hmm. with the small shit because, like, fuck, when you go to America and, like, someone gets your order wrong or something, they're, like, go off. They're, like, how can you not get my fucking order right? Are you (laughs) stupid? Like, they're just so crazy. (laughs) They hear it's like, oh, they got my
4: order on. Oh, that's all right. Whatever. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just eat this. I'll just eat the chicken even though I'm veggie. And then yeah. you just sit there and eat it.
0: Well, it's been a pleasure. Thank you.
4: Yeah, oh, Thank you.
0: yeah nice to meet you too. Not you guys me. seem like you got a kick-ass thing going.
4: <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, yeah, we tolerate each other. <laughs> we tolerate well, each other. Well,
0: once I had a love and it was a gas, soon turned out, had a heart of glass. Seem like the real thing, only to find mutual mistrust. Love's gone behind.
4: Love's gone behind. <laughs> I didn't know the lyrics to that. In me between. Out.
5: A very special shout-out goes to the executive director, Cheryl Kamisa. This is Talking Schmidt, where the Rolodex is deep, but the conversation is deeper.